Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Z95.3. Here's Rihanna's newest hit, PLT. Once again, to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as <laughs> PLT, the podcast where we share, you're so excited, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. You know, like that time you made a huge sign that said, honk to support the Canucks and brought it up to the highway overpass by our house and hung it over so cars would honk to support the Vancouver Canucks during the 1994 Stanley Cup finals but you didn't even really watch hockey and also Canucks always choke and they lost honey (laughs) (laughs) the Canucks are PLTs and so are you oh they are PLTs Uh, hi everybody my name's Amy Goodmurphy and this is a man that I know, mm-hmm. Ryan Jasleen Steele. <laughs> Hi, funny thing, Jasleen. I, I like to call everyone, well, you do too. You know, she calls me Brian. I call her Jamie. But, you know, when I work at that bar once in a while, I like to call everyone by different names. And Jasleen is one of my <laughs> top choices. I think there was a Jasleen on America's Next Top Model. Pretty sure there was. Yeah. And it's not a very common name. No. I love it for some reason. Rolls off the tongue. Jasleen, get over here. Jasleen, yes. you're late. It's always fun, but people get confused too. There was this one girl once, and uh, I called her by a different name. And she she goes, that's not my name. <laughs> she got all upset. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm doing a bit. And then, yeah, it was okay, awkward. You know what? Speaking of, mm-hmm. what about when people now listen, you might, I, I can't tell if someone's my radar is telling me that you might be someone that doesn't like this. I mm-hmm. can't tell. Tell me if I'm wrong. What about when you give people nicknames? Mm-hmm. And I do that too. I think it's like, it's a thing. Yeah. It's, it's a, in a term of endearment. It's funny and it's fun. Yeah. And that's what I mean when I give you a nickname. Yeah. It's because I, I like you. Yeah. And so I have given many nicknames in my day and I've had quite a few people come (laughs) up to me like months and months, years even after and like got the balls to say, 
I don't like that. Really? Yes. Are you a person that like if you get a nickname, you oh. like don't like we it? We have like 30 nicknames okay. for each other. I was going to say, I thought somebody, <laughs> something is reminding me, like there's a story someone told me. I thought at work maybe mm-hmm. someone was calling you something or did that happen to you? So we had a dishwasher. Yes. His name yeah. was Lindsay and Lindsay was retired. He worked at uh, the liquor stores his whole life. He had a pension, everything. He used to do dishes at score to, you know, fill his time for a couple extra bucks to be with young kids. You know, he's around right. my parents' age. And uh, I don't think I was the first one ever to do it, but Lindsay, I started calling him Linda. Linda, yes. he's a gay man. It's a little, you know, stupid gay slang thing where we like to call each other, but, you know, her, what is she doing here, right. you know? So I used to call him Linda. And this went on and on. And then one day I see him and he's like, um, oh, no, actually, I saw him at the liquor store. Shocker. And he uh, talked to me outside. He's like, I need to talk to you. So outside we have a little moment. And he goes, I don't like being called Linda. I don't want it to happen anymore. And it has to stop. Yeah. And I was like, I can't help but get a little defensive. Sometimes I know. you know how I am. Well, but still, so with that, it's like, what? Li- and also, it was all in good fun. And like, I mean, he wasn't that cunty about it, but he was pretty like serious. And I was like, it's a fun, just okay, I get it. And it stopped. And it was, I have to tell you though, the first couple of shifts that I went back to the dish pit and I put a couple of dishes in the pit, as you do. You weren't as friendly. Oh, uh, also, all I wanted to do was go, here you go, Linda. Yeah, hi, Linda. <laughs> but honestly, not even not to spite him, just because I was so used to it, been right. doing it forever. Right. So like to actually have to mentally, prepare myself to don't say it don't say it don't yeah, say yeah, it yeah. anyway he doesn't work there anymore i got him fired <laughs> can i tell you something <laughs> don't though fuck with me. listen sometimes a little i'm a little slow to the game yeah I remember how mad i just was mm. with you i kind of just realized why he probably hated that why? because like to me it's like yeah i love that mm-hmm. it's not and it's not a make fun of it's like it's fun mm-hmm. his name is Lindsay. you know Lindsay is a very unisex name mm-hmm. but i feel like more often than not it's given to a female yeah. And so maybe his whole life he was made fun of because mm. it was like, oh, that Lindsay's a girl name. And yeah. then all of a sudden you called him another girl name. Yeah. And he probably, that's a trigger for him. Yeah. And then also he got brave enough to tell you, yeah. ugh, fine, fuck you. Well, like, I, I would also call him Rebecca, Jasmine, yes, Cynthia. You're a woman, yeah, be girl. Like, Show me your tits, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I never did that. Okay, but anyways, fine. Sorry we call you things. I have a, I nicknamed a friend of ours tits. No joke. Me too. <laughs> you did? Yeah, growing up, Catherine, she was Titty. Oh, titty. We called her Titty. Titty. Titty Tonelli. Titty, <laughs> titty Tonelli. Yes. Her last name was Tonelli? Yeah. I love that and name. When I was in um, Australia, she texted me and wished me a happy birthday. And I literally said, like, all these years later, yeah. uh, thanks, Titty. And she didn't, do you think she likes it? It's okay. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. We, we, we've had conversations with her in the past. And because I think with that one, we were, you know, are you cool with it? Yeah. She always was. Well, that's good. I like that. So yours was just tits. Listen, her name was tits and I can't remember. Her name is Pat. I don't know where the fuck. I think it was like, it came from like Patricia tits. I don't know. Leave it to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm the one that fucking started it. Yeah. And I was going to call her tits and she's quite reserved. Like okay. she's a pretty like reserved gal mm-hmm. we pat. started pat we started calling her tits mm. and then i think what happened i don't know again me she never came and said don't but it seemed like she wasn't really sure about it for a while but we kept calling it mm-hmm. calling her tits and then i actually stopped because i was like mm, is she just not really maybe brave enough to say she doesn't like this yeah. but then everybody else kept calling her tits yeah. and then i think i may be wishing this yeah. but i think she like started to embrace it i was oh. like yeah that's my nickname i'm tits legally changed her name and then she <laughs> legally changed her name <laughs> on her driver's license yep mm-hmm. tits. Anyways, i like a nickname mm-hmm, and too. i want to be given a nickname mm-hmm. only w- two people in my life three people four people in my life yeah. call me aim really yeah one of them is my ex know. my mom and my dad yeah. aim everyone at work calls me faggot 
Faggot, you got a new table. Hurry up, faggot. Faggot, where's my espresso martini? Faggot, you didn't make this good enough. <laughs> faggot, he wants more froth. Oh, faggot, one minute to you till you start. That ain't going to fly, faggot. <laughs> wow. You need to be here 15 minutes early, faggot. Whoa. Whoa. But you got a nickname. Yeah, I got a nickname. And that's cool. That's, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. I know. Well, you know, as I get older, I'll take what I can get. I get it. And speaking of getting older. Oh, okay. So she just turned 45, as we know, she being me. Right. And <laughs> She being her. And it didn't happen in Australia. It happened when I got back home. I literally like was walking down Davy on my way to the gym and I started kind of like my shoulders kind of started shaking and I suddenly something took over my body and I went into a dollar store. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even control it. Like my body just took over and I bought a three pack of the little mini tissue packets, you know, that like old women will always carry in their purse or your mom or something like that. And I I bought a three pack and I have one in my jacket pocket (laughs) at all times. I have one in my backpack and I have one right by the front door of my apartment in case, you know, I'm on my way out and I'm wearing something different. Yeah. Um, Because I'm that age now where I always need to have a small pack of tissues on me. But why were your shoulders shaking? It's just when you turn 45, you'll get it. You will be walking. You'll be You'll be sleeping, maybe. I'm really far away from 45. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You got a few years. All right. But when you get there, yeah, I'm that I'm that guy now. Like, and let me tell you, I like it. Okay, I get it. I was walking the other day. It's February. Yeah. My nose gets a little. I don't got a cold. Mm-hmm. It's just cold outside. Mm-hmm. Reach into my pocket. Reach into my backpack. Have a little tissue. I go. Yeah. My nose is clean. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I'm not 45 yet, No, but I have been subconsciously refusing to get <laughs> the fucking Kleenexes because my nose is already running constantly. Yeah. Yesterday it started draining. I was with my nephews and one of them, Jasper's nose is a literal tap. He's really? always talking. I'm like, want me to take that off? Oh. And he's like, no, he's not even uncomfortable by they it. Don't even care. Sometimes it's just, I've seen kids and it's just running down their face and they can't Him. be bothered. I know. Yeah. He can't stop what he's doing. Mm. He's busy. <laughs> he's a little busy drag queen. What happens when it gets in his mouth though? He doesn't care. He licks it off. <sighs> Being a, to be a kid again, eh? I know, but anyways, you are old as fuck, and you whipped those out of my house the other day, and I liked it. <laughs> I think I need to give in. Well, also, like, do you know, like, I think we all have the mom that had, you know, the pack of tissues in her purse, whatever, and she'd take out a tissue, and she would use that tissue yeah. until it disintegrated. Oh, yeah. Like, she would blow her nose in it probably 400 times. Yes. And it would still keep catching your snot. I know. That's magic. That's magic. Ew, that makes me think of, I was talking to a guy recently who had a handkerchief, and I was like, do you use that? And he was like, no. And like, he thought I was a weirdo for asking. I'm like, well, it's a literal handkerchief dip wad. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm like, I was going to share and you're disgust. Like, yeah, it's gross. Mm-hmm. And some people, I have seen people offer their handkerchief <gasps> and then the person uses it and they put it back <gasps> in their fucking pocket. Oh my God. Ew. Ew. Like, don't use them. Put in the garbage. Okay, anyways. One time, one time use. One time use. <laughs> well, speaking of my nephews, I was just with them mm-hmm. and their mother is Swiss French and they speak French. And my my other brother, who's not their dad, also speaks French. Um, I do not speak French. No. Not a lick. I failed French in high school, so I had to take Spanish, and then I failed Spanish. So You tried. I tried, yeah. and it ain't going to happen for me. Fair. Hey, everybody's different. Everyone is different. So anyways, my kids and my brother have been talking, started talking shit behind my back in French, oh. and they laugh. They're like, talk, they're like, huh? and I remember this as a child very vividly. My cousin Danielle was French, too, because her mom was French, and my brother spoke French, too. So they would speak French and be like, mm, yeah, blah, 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 and then they'd be like, ha, 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 and I'd be like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. They'd be like, nothing. <gasps> and my mom didn't understand either. Like, so no one could crack the code. They're probably saying like, 
dyke. Yeah, fucking ugly Look at this dyke. dyke, Look at her bull dyke. Yeah. She's gay. Yeah. That's a guy. She's pussy. That, that little girl eats pussy. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, that's, I didn't well, that's what sorry, you meant. Sorry. That's what you I meant. meant. I meant the same I thing. said when we were kids. <laughs> also, my nephews aren't talking with my brother about me eating pussy. Yeah, of course. <sighs> Maybe sorry, they are. So you guys close your ears. <laughs> Anyways, I found out one thing they were saying. Hmm. So we went on a drive because the kids like to go, to go for drives. So we were like, we went on a night drive for fun, got some hot chocolate. And they're all talking shit about me in French. And they're all dying laughing. Even the little one who's six is like going in. She's speaking in Franglish, Frang, Franglish they call it. Okay. He's going in and out of English. Mm. And now, now I know they're talking shit. And then Declan says something and they all start dying. And I was like, that's it. What did you say? <laughs> I've had it. What did you say? And he goes, I said that my aunt lives in a garbage can and her best friend is a pile of shit. <gasps> <laughs> then they love themselves. And then I started laughing. I was like, that's right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I live in a garbage can and my best friend's a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. And you said that in French? Yeah. I'm proud on a couple levels. Yeah. Very good humor. Yeah. And also... French. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's been going on in my life. Okay. Well, speaking of family, my mom, she fell down the stairs. Oh my God. Yeah. Like not the, like the main stairs, but there's like a small little, like, I want to say like eight steps that go down to their crawl space and she fell down them. I said to her, we were texting and I go, well, dad just wants your insurance money. And she told me. (laughs) That was your response. Yeah. And then we had a little laugh. She told me that Bruce, the German shepherd said that my dad might've pushed her. What? And I was like, he said that? And she goes, yeah. I go, Bruce talks? And she goes, yeah. But she goes, he had a toy in his mouth, so I couldn't really understand him that well. She's losing it. He talks. And he talks to my mom. Yeah. You know, because I think my dad's in the garage all the time. Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, he's bought a drum set. He's, you know, oh. he, he works on cars. Yeah. They both have a lot of time by themselves. Right. And so my mom started talking to their dog. I need to talk to you about something. What's up? I think your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> May need to talk to somebody else, too. Yeah. Maybe a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That specializes in things like this honey you've never seen a german shepherd that talked before not myself haven't no, you seen yet. babe the movie yeah babe pig in the city heard of it yeah <laughs> of course i've heard of babe pig in the city well, i've they, seen it they talk on there he's loose in the city <laughs> that, that <laughs> i got so scared listen i don't want to give it with andy no way remember but. babe original okay mm-hmm. traumatization do you, do you remember? It was very yeah. sad. Baram you. Baram you. And then it wasn't it. Baram me. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah. well, I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Ago, it doesn't matter. Well, I should give you an update on Abby yes. because we did talk about Abby mm-hmm. last episode. And I had some really nice DMs about it, which was really oh, nice. So yeah, nice. people yeah. understanding. And I, and I had another friend of mine that's dog just passed away too, which was, oh, just, honey, growing up is people just going away. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hard it's hard growing up yeah you know what i mean i know what you mean anyways love and loss mm-hmm. abby's been having some really wonderful good days where oh, it's so like good. yeah the pain medication is working they mm-hmm. found the right meds yeah and she like we i saw her all day yesterday and she was like it was like she was back to normal so it's confusing yeah and i i think that we're anticipating some really bad days coming up yeah um the doc the vet said anyways so she's still with us we're gonna let her live out her life um i don't think that they want to put her through the pain and recovery of surgery because mm-hmm. the doctor said that this is going to be terminal Mm-hmm. It's a very tricky situation. Yeah. Anyways, yesterday she had a wonderful day. That's so good. And I'm hoping the same for 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 tomorrow. And actually, Jenny and I just went snowshoeing. Um, and we wish I wish we had a dog. We went snowshoeing at night, mm-hmm. which was oh, I saw the Instagram. Oh my god! The, when we were there, it was like no one around. I was like, we had a dog here. Like, it'd be fun to like yeah. have a dog with you, mm-hmm. you know? But um, someone to talk to. Some well, yeah, someone <laughs> to um, someone to uh, have a conversation with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to give you some numbers okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, I, that I do. I'm going to look hey. up some numbers. What? Okay, I trust you. Thing. I trust you. I appreciate that. Trust yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It's mental health. <laughs> How about this? It's <laughs> mental health. It's mental health, okay? <laughs> I, got, I suffer from a little bit, a lot of that myself. I told my mom to start listening to the podcast because she yeah. doesn't. No, I don't. No, <laughs> she can't. Listen, Louise, I love you so much, honey, but we got to get you we got to get you some help. <laughs> okay? We're all here for you. We're all here for you. What does a lesbian look like, Amy? D. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, D. Hi, D. How are oh, you? D, how you doing, baby? Oh, she, she oh. looks sad. D. What's up? What's going on, honey? Oh, oh, she got her wisdom teeth out. What? Yeah. <laughs> D. Yeah, that's why she looked kind of swollen today, like more than usual. She's, you know, she's yeah. Well, she, she eats looking. a lot of salty foods. Yeah. that's what she said. <laughs> Dee, you don't have to be here, actually. No, well, who else do we she got? Does, yeah. You have to be here. Yeah. Well, you know what, D? Points for you because you mm. actually you know that mm-hmm. even if you have surgery, yeah. you have to be here because we don't have anybody else. No, we're doing four episodes today, hon. So yeah, ooh, sorry, we forgot to tell you that we're going to be here till at least three in the morning. Maybe later. Maybe later. But we don't have to share that stuff with you, D, mm-hmm. because we are running the show here. Mm-hmm. We have cocaine, but it's just for us, D. It, D, it's just for us. Remember the last time we gave D cocaine? Yes, I do. How could yeah. I forget? <laughs> All of a sudden, I turned around and D was up the wall yeah. and she had hooked herself she mm-hmm. had this climbing gear Dee's a big fucking rock climber yeah, yeah. anyways she always has this like clingy like what's it called the like the hook harness? thing a harness yeah, yeah. she has this harness well she always has two different harnesses on. <laughs> that's true she actually she has three harnesses on right now D, open your button up I know you're wearing a tank top underneath okay so she has a leather harness on mm-hmm. she's got a rock climbing harness mm-hmm. and then D, are you wearing a strap on or not and she's wearing a strap on. <gasps> wow. Okay. Anyways, all of a sudden, when D was on coke, she was hanging. <laughs> when she had, D was on when coke. D was on coke, she also carries a drill with her everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And a lot of people mistake it for a you know what. Yeah. So D, you need to be careful. But she's always like, mm. it's a drill, man. Chill out. Yeah. She's always like, chill out. <laughs> anyways, she drilled a hole in a matter of like five seconds. Mm-hmm. She climbed the wall, yeah. drilled a hole in the ceiling, mm-hmm. and then clipped one of her harnesses. <laughs> she did. to the ceiling, oh. and she just hung there. And was like, look at this, you guys. Fucked up. We were like, get back. Sit down. Sit down. I live in an old building, D. D, wake up. We know you're tired from your surgery, but who else is going to press the buttons? Come on, D. <laughs> Yeah, D. D. Who's going to press those buttons? Oh, my God. Okay, anyways, after we snowshoed, we had like a really great snowshoe, and then we got in the car. We made our way down. It was a sheet of ice in front of us. The huge salt truck had spun out and almost flipped over. (gasps) So it took us about, I want to say, an hour and a half to two hours to get down the fucking mountain. Oh, my God. It was awful. But I quickly, no, I shouldn't say quickly. I finally realized, and no one else, there was a ton of cars. Mm -hmm. No one else realized that the oncoming lane had been salted and our lane was pure ice rink and people oh. were like we were watching people just go like <sighs> smash and, oh. smash and we were stuck so i was like i'm gonna do it and yeah. it was pitch black i'm gonna do it i know am i lesbian enough for you everybody now please <laughs> i put my fucking dykeness yeah. in overdrive mm-hmm. geared down yeah and i was like jenny i'm doing it she was like i don't know and i was like trust me yeah that's what d would say d took over d my inner d mm-hmm. And I moved over, and then everybody followed us. Whoa. You could say we got everyone down the mountain. You can say that. Yeah. You know what I really liked about that story? What? Your inner D. My inner D. I think that has to be a new thing now. You know, when I reached in and I found my inner D. Yes. 
Because D will, <laughs> D will literally do anything. Yeah. Brian lives in a building. This is where we record in his mm-hmm. apartment. And D just is supposed to use the front door. Mm-hmm. And more than once, she has scaled the side of the apartment mm-hmm. and coming through his window. Yeah. Just, be- just because. Yeah. Yeah. And we love it. We always go, yay, D, yeah, D's yay. here. Except one time I was masturbating on my bed before Amy got here. Mm-hmm. I thought I had time to shoot one out. And yeah. then D came early and saw me masturbating. And, and she just watched. What? And, and another thing she always has on her, popcorn. Because then yeah. I see, I'm, I'm like, I came, whatever. Yeah. And then I look at the corner <laughs> of my finished. eye. Yeah, I finished. And I look <laughs> outside, because as I do when I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And I see, and there's D. <laughs> wait, wait. You After you're done masturbating, you always go out to your window and just sort of look around? Yeah, is it raining? Okay. Like yeah. It, you know, is it sunny? I've just, been in a trance this yeah. whole time. I gotta see what, to, what's out there. Need to come back to earth. Yeah. And I and I look over and I see D, and she's just eating popcorn. Yeah. One hand, drilling the other. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we just kind of give each other a little nod. Yes. Like. Hi. I get that. Yeah. Like, I saw. Mm. Okay, wait. <laughs> like, okay. Like, hi. Yeah. I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And you finished. Mm-hmm. I let you finish. Did, but you didn't see her. You did see her. I, after I came. Oh, after you came. Yeah. That's why I was like, how could you finish after you saw D? Yeah, no, I was really focused on my laptop, watching my straight Yeah. Porn. Yeah. Like, not to be rude, D, but I don't know. I just feel like that would be really tough mm-hmm. to finish while looking at D. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get what you mean. Anyways, yeah, she had a little popcorn on her. <laughs> she did. She always. always has popcorn. Yeah, but isn't that just like D? Like when you say inner D, that is an inner D. She didn't interrupt you. No, she knew you had time. Yeah. She knew you had some time to finish, yeah. and she wanted to give you that time to yeah. finish. You weren't done yet. But why'd you want to watch? Why not? I guess so. Yeah, that's it's D. Yeah. Also, I want to say too, I really enjoyed your Instagram stories that night when you were on your mm. mountain trek. It was quite beautiful. I really honestly highly recommend. And when we were up there, I was like, I do consider myself, a ve- if someone said like, what do you like? I'm like, I love the outdoors. Mm-hmm. I love the forest. Yeah. That is my like best, most mm-hmm. favorite place to be. And I always thought that forest bathing was such a dorky term. Mm. But hey, slap my ass and call me a dork. Yeah. Because I like forest bathing. And when there's some snow on it, mm-hmm. count me in. At Amy Ricky G, if you want to enjoy hey, these beautiful <laughs> stories. My handle is at Amy Ricky G, mm-hmm. and you're in for a lot of happy birthdays yep. to my friends. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, everyone's born on the fucking every single day of the year, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, in they, our they life. They really are. They really fucking never are. Ends. It never ends. Birthdays, birthdays. Uh, Listeners, we're always asking you, you know, to send us PLT stories. Yeah. To send us your thoughts on anything we talk about. <laughs> talk to us, please. Please. We are actually begging you. But. Someone answered the call. My friend Katie Third messaged me a few weeks ago. And she yeah. goes, I think I got something you want to talk about on your podcast. So right away, you can imagine my eyes rolled being like, sure, Katie. <laughs> right away, I was like, fuck, fuck you. Fuck off, Katie Third. Uh, but guess what? what? She came through. Go ahead. Okay, so Katie was at the bookstore, Chapters Indigo. Yeah. She notices there's a sexual wellness area. Oh. She goes to that area. Guess what they're selling? What? They call them smile makers. But you know what they are? What? Vibrators. Ooh. They sell vibrators in Chapters Indigo. Oh, my God. Great. No problem there. Everyone yeah. has to pleasure themselves. Yeah. Just a little interesting that they sell them there. And then she, she, she sends me a photo. And she's like, you got to zoom in on the names. You want to know what these vibrators? There was like, I think, four or five different ones. You want to yeah. know what they were called? Yeah. There was the firefighter. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. You got to put out that fire down. You got to put out that fire. There was also the tennis pro. The okay. tennis pro. That one was interesting. It was kind of long and it had like a tennis ball, kind of like a round end. I think that would hurt. 
But well, it I might mean, not be going inside, honey. Maybe just on the outside. Your clitoris. Is that what they call That's it? That's right. Yes. Science, Good you guys. Job. Um, and then there was one called the surfer. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> surf that wave. It was short and nubby. So I don't think that one was going inside you at all. I think that was all for your uh, like, kind of like topical pleasuring. Topical pleasuring. There we go. Um, there was one called the poet. Mm, I don't know some, if I want that. Some people with vaginas like a little poem. That one looked like it would hurt a lot. It was very thick. <laughs> it would hurt. Yeah. yeah. But again, I've never had a vagina. Yeah. And then the last one was called the ballerina. Oh. Yeah. And that one was also, I think, just meant to tickle your clit. Like those okay. ones weren't going inside you. Anyway, I guess it's very progressive and great. You know, yeah. like I just, I found it very funny. And thank you, Katie, for sending that. Because thank you, Katie. WTF. Um, I, like, I have to tell you something. My favorite one for some reason mm-hmm. is the tennis pro. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm into the names. Yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, the tennis pro. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it, but they got me. Oh, and it was like the font was nice. The packaging. It was like, you know, it was very well done. But um, so if you need a new vibrator, yeah. honey, you got to go to chapter slash indigo. Did you watch the Grammys? Uh, I watched most of it. And okay. then I had to go to my friend Keisha's birthday. Oh, oh so many birthdays. Stop having birthdays except for when it's our birthday. Especially when it's on the night of the Grammys. I saw the memes that were going around of Ben Affleck. Did you see the ones of Ben Affleck? He was not having a good time. Yeah. He was not having a good time. But then I watched a video of a seat filler. So you know how they have like seat fillers so that if someone leaves to go to the bathroom or goes to get a drink or leaves their seat for any reason, they have seat fillers that are dressed up that come to sit in their seat so that when the camera pans to the audience, it looks full. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like anyone's left. Yeah. So this girl was a seat filler for The Rock. And they, I guess, were... The dream. I'd love that. Yeah, The Rock. And then they were um, seated right next to Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't talk to them. Um, luckily, she was like, I really wanted to. But like, I was like, thank God you didn't, girl. Like, mm-hmm. just chill. Anyways, Ben Affleck and her were sitting there. And all the memes, if you didn't, if you missed it, it was like, he had this like, Ben Affleck had this like mean mug look on his face. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Lopez looked, you know, beautiful as always and mm-hmm. smiling, whatever. She age. But the seat filler got some gossip. <gasps> So she said that when he was sitting there, he sure enough was like, he said, well, she said that he was, that they were like talking back and forth and like having a decent time and that they, you, she was like, you could tell they were really in love, which was like pretty cute, but also, mm-hmm. okay. And so they were like having a good time. And then she said that real time, he looked at his phone and he goes, oh my God, not this again. And he goes, there's me, they're throwing memes around saying that I'm looking like I hate myself. <laughs> and then she said that he then put it on. He knew the whole time that they were doing that. So then he put it on for the whole rest of the show. Oh, yeah. he was like, fuck. Okay. These are going around. So yeah. sure. I'm just going to look like I hate myself the yeah, whole time. I'll do anything to be in memes. Yeah. But they must, they probably like celebrities that are that big are probably just like, sure. This is, this is my little fun yeah. because this shit's going to go around. No, I so. do that all the time. What's that? <laughs> I don't know about you. You know what? I thought maybe we'd get to our guest, but Amy, I'm craving some more Amy. You are? Yeah. I can talk forever. Lay one more on me. Okay, sure. Guess what? What? Are you ever curious about when you see actors and they were like in this big hit film and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they're gone? Yeah. Let me tell you about these famous actors that you probably know and what they're doing now. They die if you never see them again, no? No, they get real jobs. Really? Yeah, because being an actor isn't a real job. Oh. Frankie Muniz, who was the Malcolm mm-hmm. in Malcolm in the Middle, now owns an olive shop in Arizona. Wow. I know. Moving right along here. <laughs> Peter Ostrom, who played Charlie in the original Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. The original. Remember that, yeah, remember that kid? Yeah. And his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And he danced mm-hmm. and went into the chocolate factory. Yeah. He's a vet. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, what if he makes ketamine on his stove? Was that who it was? 
<laughs> I, I said I wouldn't say. <laughs> okay, Mike Vitar, who played Benny the Jet Rodriguez in The Sandlot and Mendoza in Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him. That was more my yeah, era. Yeah, more your era, yeah. He was especially in The Sandlot. It was like he was the guy, man. Mm-hmm. So I think he did like those two movies pretty much, mm-hmm. I think. He might have done something later. I don't know. Anyways, he's a firefighter. Okay. Okay, so now he's a firefighter. Benny the fucking Jet's a firefighter. Mm-hmm. The kid from The Shining, you know, Red Rum. Yeah. Um, whose name is Danny Lloyd, retired two years after that. I feel like he was like five years old. <laughs> but he was like a big deal. He was the kid in The Fucking mm-hmm. Shining. That yeah. is still one of the most iconic movies ever. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't know, he would go, red rum with his finger mm. and spelled backwards as murder oh okay listen i'm not done yet so danny lloyd retired two years after the shining and he now teaches at community college can you imagine going to community college to your college and your teacher is the red rum little boy <laughs> okay i would love that oh my god i'd be like he's haunted yeah. this is i can't take this fucking class the two twins also that yeah. you would have seen the iconic two girls that dress in the blue dresses yeah they're both regular people. I think one's a doctor, one's a lawyer. Wow. Yes, yeah, no, one's a scientist and one's a lawyer. Wow. Do you know that red rum backwards is murder? Oh God. Let's get to our PLT <laughs> stories. <laughs> no, let's get no, to our guest. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot where we were. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Let's get to our guest. Our guest today is an actor and musician. You may know him from Hallmark's first ever queer-led love story, The Holiday Sitter, where he stars alongside Jonathan Bennett and her very own Amy Goodmurphy. But you likely know him from when you put your phone on Do Not Disturb, make sure your roommate isn't home, and then touch yourself for a solid 15 minutes while scrolling through his Instagram. It's George Crissa! <laughs> Hi. Hi, George. How you doing, baby? I'm much better now. I feel all good about myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we're here to do. Well, baby, baby, you're okay looking. I don't know if you look in the mirror. Yeah, baby. George actually let us know right, be- right before we started recording. We called him baby. We tried it out. Mm. We were like, we're going to take a risk and call him baby. And he said... I like that. Yeah, you like it's comforting. I think. Yeah, well, I went to Newfoundland when I was in high school, and I went into a subway, and there was only an older woman working there, and she called me baby and darling, and like it was like a, a three minute interaction, and she called me baby and darling, and and my my love, and I don't know, I just ever since then I'm like. Aww. <laughs> Aww, baby. Aww. I love that. You know what? I feel the same way. And I I think I adopted Sweetie from you. <laughs> and it was a bit, Ryan would call people Sweetie like as a joke, like mm-hmm. to be sassy. Mm-hmm. And then I think I took that on. And then now I say it for real. I'm always calling like people Sweetie. Sweetie. And I mean it in like as a term of endearment. But I think not everybody feels uh, not everybody feels comforted by it. No, same with hun. Yeah. I say hun a lot, and Oof. people don't know. I, it's kind of a joke. I think it depends what you do with your face when you do it. If it's if it's sweetie, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's good. Job. That's true. Actually, that's a really good point. Sweetie, come over here and show me those tits. See, that's you nice. don't say that to the <laughs> server. But uh, but I like I like your tone. That like, the tone was nice. Yeah, I like that, sweetie. George, where the hell are you? calling in from right now your house i live in a town called stratford ontario mm. which is two um, hours away from toronto right yeah it's like between an hour and a half and two hours depending on traffic oh. and um yeah it's a really charming little town there's a great big theater festival here um called the stratford festival and yeah it's beautiful the summers are great the winters are kind of bleak but hey it's almost february <laughs> But hey, it's dot, 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 dot. (laughs) Think of something good about Stratford. Um, No, because we, I noticed that I, well, you geotag a lot. Look, George, baby, 
we looked through your Instagram <laughs> a whole lot. Yeah, we had fun. On a date, well, on a daily basis. Let's be <laughs> honest. We both look, and uh, you <sighs> geotag Stratford. And so I actually was like, where's Stratford? Because my family's from Toronto, and I thought, hey, I never heard of that. Mm. And it's outside of town. Your family's from Toronto, and you've never heard of Stratford? No. Listen, are you coming really? for her right now? Are you coming for me right now? A little bit. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Let me just take whoa. off my let me take off my coat, George. First guest of season two, and he's already coming for us. I, I think this is the first guest that's ever truly come for me. Wow. I'm always asking if they're coming yeah. for me, and they go no. They get and scared. Right away, George went, Yes, I kind of am. Okay. And you live with your partner who is your fiance? Yeah. Yeah. We've been together. It'll be six years in June. How did you guys meet? Tinder. If you can believe that. Yes, we've heard of it. Funny is I was very against online dating because like I don't like to, I'm not a big phone person. I don't like texting back and forth. I find that to be, I I love talking on the phone. And so I was like, I'm never going to meet anybody online. So I just like didn't. Mm. And then I was single for 28 years. (laughs) And and then I was like, well, I'll give it a, give it a try. And so I, I signed up and he was one of my first couple of dates that I went on and and that was it yeah That's so sweet. and then we've talked June 16th was our first date 2017 and we've talked every single day since wow, wow. so he's your first boyfriend like no okay but, but like, someone you really kinda. cared about yeah. yeah like I think my longest relationship before that was like three months yeah, yeah. yeah. let me look into my uh, magic ball right now my crystal ball he, um, he's not going to be your last boyfriend <laughs> what <laughs> Ryan's hitting hey, on you. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I see things. You see? No, look, look. There's you see no it? crystal ball in front of you. It's behind, it's behind the Mac. What? I'm straight. I'm just trying to be funny. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, me as well. Oh. Um, yeah. That's really sweet. How did you propose? Did you propose? Did he propose? No, he did. The plan was that I was going to propose because um, he would say, you're going to be the one that proposes. Right. And I was like, great. Cool. Um and so I was going to do it in 2020 and then 2020 happened. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of like changed the plan. I was going to do it on our anniversary. And then like, you know, then we were locked down and then it was like, it was COVID. And then um, last year it was our five year anniversary. And he was like, oh, let's go to the fancy hotel in town and we'll get a room and we'll celebrate five years and we'll sit in the hot tub and we get a have a fancy meal and all that kind of stuff and I said okay great and so we went to the hotel we had a little bottle of champagne and sat on the couch and like I wasn't thinking of anything because I thought I was going to be the one to propose and he was like five years huh and I was like yeah five years and he was like what do you want for the next five years and I was like oh which is funny because I'm usually the one that like asks the like the questions i'm always like what's your i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Resolution. Like, <laughs> right. what, what, do you, what did you learn about yourself this year? Um, so I thought it was funny that he was asking that. And um, I was like, well, you know, I hope to finish the attic one day mm-hmm. then i was like oh that like in, in terms of like for us i would like to you know maybe be engaged in the next five years seems like well, that's what i was hoping you would say Aww. and he pulled out a ring Aww. and i was like what yeah <laughs> and then what do you say oh i said i'll think about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i was like yes of course <laughs> oh, that's so sweet it's so nice yeah, when things are nice. like a genuine surprise like that mm-hmm. where he i was shocked yeah i was totally shocked completely um tell us about being one of the two main leads in the first ever queer love story in a hallmark movie oh my god well yeah what was it like like i want to know about the casting process i know what jonathan said about you to Mm -hmm. me in the makeup trailer about how he knew you were the one but i want to hear what you thought you know how it is like you you put in tapes and then you don't hear anything and like you just put them out and put them out and put them out and eventually if something sticks great and you know otherwise you just keep going yeah and so this um tape came in and i was like oh that's cool that hallmark is doing a, a gay-led rom-com and um so i like i i did my tape and I, was, I didn't think much of it because usually they hire someone who is famous so um i put my tape in and i thought there would be a callback or like a meeting or like a something but no i just like i just got an email that was like you're they loved your tape there you can expect an offer and i was like huh oh my god just off your tape just off my tape oh my and god. i thought it was no, i didn't think it was that good <laughs> like wow. so um yeah so it was just like that was in J- july and then a few weeks later they're like don't cut your hair and i was like okay i already got a haircut and then i was like are they gonna <laughs> fire me if i cut my hair and they're like what no shut up <laughs> Uh, I played Ellie, your love interest, Jonathan Bennett. Yes, best you were fantastic and hilarious. Thank you so much. My two scenes really shot me to fame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I appreciate that. So we were in the hair and makeup trailer, and he walked in, like burst through the doors, and was like, I think singing a fucking show tune or something, and was like mm-hmm. super confident, really like out there. And I was like kind of thankful to be there, and like I don't want to like I don't know what his energy is yet, if he's like a nice person or a weirdo or what. Anyways, he was really, really cool right off the bat. We started having conversation. And I think I said, like, tell me about your partner in the movie. Like, how how did that go? And he, like, went off about how as soon as he saw your tape, he said, that was it. I knew it. I shut it all down. He said, as soon as he fucking saw you, he knew that you were the one. Well, and like that meant a lot, too, because like that movie is his baby. Yeah. They've been working on that idea for like the last three years and like been trying to get it made. And like he came up with the story. And so like. Um, he's a producer on it. He's starring in it. Like, so he had a lot, you know, on the line. And, like, mm-hmm. for him to trust me with something that meant so much to him and, like, honestly means so much to so many people mm-hmm. um, that this story is out there and being told. Like, it means a lot to a, a lot of people. So, like, 
for him to blindly trust me like that was really, really special. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I have to mention that I did leave out that actually what he really said was he went through your Instagram, saw you with your shirt off, and was like, that's that's that's, that's it. That's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. That's, that's the ticket. <laughs> whatever works. But whatever gets you the job. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, we want to know if you prepared for your kiss scene with Jonathan Bennett that lasted... I think it was someone mentioned from Hallmark that they thought it was the longest kiss in Hallmark history um, for, for airtime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you practice? Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's no. true. How many takes did he do for the kiss? I don't know. Jonathan was probably like, let's try that again. Yeah. I think the lighting was a little <laughs> shit there. Let's, let's try more time. Like the, the teenager in me, like when, when did the girls come out? I was like 13. Like I also couldn't believe there's like little voice in the back and you're like, holy crap i'm kissing aaron samuels right you know like <laughs> i had a i had a mean girls themed birthday party Aww. when i was 20 like i loved that movie so that was like it was very crazy it was very cool was yeah like, that is really you know, cool it's just very exciting and a bonus that he's gay yeah that aaron samuels what? is a big gay. Yeah. yeah jonathan bennett is gay yeah yep no he's, he's not no yes. no he is yeah oh this is awkward For but sure. he's married to that 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 beautiful lady no, that's no, a honey. that's James. No, baby, that's baby. That's a man. Baby, 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 baby. That six foot four muscle bound woman is actually a man. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know he has a Kardashian ass though. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. He's got a Kardashian ass. And Jonathan's always storying his ass, always. Oh. And I get it. Yeah, it's a nice ass. I'm slowly becoming an ass guy. People love asses. People like on Instagram stuff. They'll message me like, "Let me see. remember that oh, one yeah. time <laughs> someone some guy messaged me one and he goes." Hey Ryan, let me see that fat ass. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't even have a fat ass. Yeah, was like, I'm not, I don't have a fat ass, and also I'm not showing you my ass. Yeah, yeah it is very interesting. We we've talked about this before, where it's like, are you an ass man? Are you a you know, or whatever? Are you do you like breasts? Do you like what are you attracted to? I'm not any. We've realized. Yeah. Well, you like hair. You like hairy I like, men. I like hairy men. And I, I, oh, I shouldn't say that. I was gonna say I'm a bulge guy. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bulge guy. Yeah, it's a it's a horrible steel thing though. My sister, even in Australia, I just visited her, and we go out. She goes like, "Do you see the package on that guy?" I'm like, "Carmen." Okay. Oh my god. Do you know who else is a bulge guy? My partner. Really? Jenny is a bulge guy, and you're a bulge guy. I never look at bulges. I don't care. And Jenny will always be like, whoa, see this? See his bulge? It's <laughs> like, what? Bulge. Yeah, she's like, I can't, I, I can't help it. I looked at him, and I, there it was. Yeah, there it was. It's not like she's looking for his bulge. Maybe yeah. he was in sweatpants. And Ryan will be like, I liked his bulge. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't see it. I don't look there. Anyways, oh, I'm a face girl, face and personality girl. Yeah. Anyways. That's very yeah. admirable. I like funny. Funny. Yeah. Funny is very important. You know yeah. what? If my friends go on a date, the first thing I always ask, and they know this, I say, are they funny? Or mm-hmm. did they think you were yes. funny? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. It's the best thing that the universe has ever given us is honestly, it sounds yes. so like laughter. Like Jenny is one of the funniest fucking people I've ever met in my entire life. And I am laughing from morning till night, always. She's not laughing That's very much. That's the best. <laughs> I laugh a lot. She's <laughs> she very honestly, serious. She always is like, I'm the funny one. Like when I came along in her friend group, she was like, bitch, take a back seat because yeah. I'm the funny one. And mm. I was like, okay, but I still try. I do think that like gay people are way funnier than everybody else. You oh, heard it here first. Hello. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, but yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get on to our PLT stories. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. D. 
So um, if I've told this before, fuck you yeah. and listen again. Yeah. Because, uh, listen, I can only be embarrassing so much of the time. I get it. Yeah. Sure, it's a lot. But this will be a new spin on it, I'm sure, too. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> it, I'm sure it'll be half the same and half different. <laughs> okay, that's how my memory works. So I book a commercial. I book a car commercial. Happens to be Cadillac. A big one, yeah. A big one. And I'm told before I book it, there's a big star attached to this and I think you're going to be really happy. And I was like, oh, cool, whatever. I'm just excited. I just want to book, look, I want to book anything. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I booked the role and right before uh, we go to camera, basically it was like, oh yeah. So Fred Armisen is the lead of this <gasps> and it's just you and him. Yeah. yeah. I know. I love him. I love him. He does this bit. Sorry. I'm so bad at interrupting. Here we too. go. Um, <laughs> he does this bit where he's like, this is a Fox decaying in in fast motion and he just like kind of lays there and he's like so stupid it's it's perfect but anyways keep going no he's so funny portlandia i think you got me into portlandia he's just ridiculous put a bird on it oh my god put a bird on it put a bird on it the best he it obviously was amazing on snl of course not normal but portlandia was just portlandia is for the different kind Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean if you like portlandia you can roll with us honey. yeah you're a baby. And if you don't, you fuck off. Yeah. No. Oh, see? He doesn't have to fuck off. I love it. Yeah. Good. Good. That lucky. means we can be friends. Yes, yes. it does. <laughs> you know what that means? That means that you're a baby. baby. Okay. Okay. So, um... We like to just do that sometimes. Yeah, we riff sometimes. Yeah, we riff. Sometimes we just riff. We can't help it. We can't. It just takes over. Okay, so I book this commercial, <laughs> and I'm super excited. And, uh, you know, bef- and I'm uh, sorry, I, let me back up. It wasn't right before camera. It was when I went a couple days before we went to camera. I was at the fitting, and the director was there. And that's when he dropped the bomb that Fred fucking Armisen was going to be. It was just going to be me and him talking back and forth. And I was like, oh, my God, blew my mind. So then I come and meet with my little sweetie. Brian Steele mm-hmm. and I'm like uh so I'm gonna be in a commercial with fucking Fred Armisen we lose our mind jump up and down rip yeah. our hair out scream like girls mm-hmm. make out make out a bit <laughs> and that's the first time I ever saw your butthole close up yeah remember not, not, the, <laughs> la- <laughs> not, not the last and it wasn't the last no. but but the first time is a little different it, it hits di- it, yeah. it's different mm-hmm. so um anyways and then we were like oh my god what does this mean we had a couple days in between mm-hmm. and we were like okay I don't know. Like, what does this mean? This is just like, this was a really big deal for us, especially Mm -hmm. we're in comedy. He's an idol to us. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to be this close to him. It's just going to be me and him. And at the time, Ryan and I had just finished a pilot that we shot with a production company called Hadron Films. And it was a sketch comedy show. It was heavily influenced by Portlandia and him, Mm -hmm. like that kind of comedy. And um, we had it all done and it was in a bow and we had, you know, everything was perfect and we were about to start shopping it. Then I go and talk to a friend of ours, Andrew. And Andrew says to me, who's a fellow comedian, oh my God, you have to put your fucking pilot on a USB and give it to him. You have to give it to him. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking give our pilot to Fred Armisen. Like, that's so weird. I'm some random. He has no idea who I am. It's a commercial. Mm-hmm. Like, he's flying up to do this. Anyways, I'm like, I-, I-, I can't. And then I get in my head. And then we, you and I start talking about it. And it's like, well, it's a once in a lifetime chance. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I like every day we're just living where we are? You know what I mean? Like right now mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with the love of my life and his new his future boyfriend. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. And so we're sitting here and 
you know what I mean? Like tonight I'm going to go home and I don't really have like any plans except for getting ready for a JFL show. Like mm-hmm. that's where we are. I don't know if I'm ever going to book again. I don't want to be dramatic, but like, I don't know where my career yeah, is. Hey, look, at the, look at my magic ball again. Yeah. Am I? You do a lot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But let's say your magic ball wasn't legit. <laughs> I don't know what our career is going to do. I don't know what this podcast is going to do. So I'm just saying that to say like, you know, there's times in your life where you start thinking like that and you're like, I got to take this fucking chance. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. what do I have to lose that maybe he'll be like, you're a weirdo or fuck off Dyke. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so probably I, both. Probably yeah, both. Probably both. Well, yeah. well, you'll see what happens. So then I, you know, you and I, I convene with Brian and we're like, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm doing it. I'm going to figure out a way to fucking give this to him without being a weirdo. I'm going to try my damnedest to form a connection with him on set before I do it. So that it's like, listen, you know I'm not weird. You know what I mean? Like, you know I'm not a mm-hmm. crazy fan. I'm respectful. I just, like, respect your yeah. comedy. I just think you're great. But, like, we're also both comedians, and you happen to have a way better career than I have had. But we're also human beings. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I get to set. I'm waiting in my little holding tent because there's no trailer for me. And he's in his trailer <laughs> with his assistants. And um, this is the first chance that we're going to get to sort of meet each other so i um i get taken into the main area where like the holding space where just before set and you know where some of the crew is whatever the computers are happening producers are on zoom and i'm standing there and i um i'm just standing there and i happen to tell the costume designer who's lovely i say like oh my god like i'm a comedian and i'm a huge fan of fred armison like this is a pretty big deal for me and she was so cool she was like oh my god that like she got it she was like that is so cool like i'm so glad it's you that you you know you were chosen this obviously means quite a lot to you i said yeah you know thanks it was a nice feeling anyways i said but i'm a little nervous i said you know i'm I'm just a little nervous anyway she was like oh my god don't be he's so nice so we get into this holding place and she's standing there and i'm kind of talking to her and i'm kind of standing by myself my back's to him because i don't know how to like i want to go over and say hey hi I'm, i want to introduce myself but like it's not really ever the right time and then was sort of awkwardly the costume designer's like hey fred have you met amy and i was like oh shit and i turned around i was like hey and he was like oh uh no i haven't and and i was like oh hi and then it got super awkward because he was like a little bit awkward and like not in a bad way just like he just has a bit of an awkward energy and so it sort of i'm not very good with awkward energy so we did this like weird handshake and then and then i tried to ask him a question and it like he didn't really hear it because i was like low look i'm making you I'm making george uncomfortable and then no i'm like i <laughs> I, I remember, like, I, I had such high hopes for the beginning of the story, but I remember now what the point of these stories were. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, okay, yeah, no happy like, ending. This is not a prevail. <laughs> no. So then I go, and then I said something stupid where I was like, fuck, how can I make a connection? How can I make a connection? I was like, so have you ever been Have you ever been here before? <laughs> and, uh, and it came out weird. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I have. And then just sort of gave me that. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh... Yeah, shoot, it's pretty cold, eh? And he was like, oh, not really. It's okay. And I was like, oh, fuck, again. And then (laughs) I go, hey, you know what? I've uh, worked with your wife before. I don't even know if he's married to Natasha Lyonne or not. But I was like, I worked with your wife before. And he was like, oh, really? And essentially, I worked on this Audible voiceover project where indirectly I I was leading in it and she was the narrator of the whole bit. She was like the god of the whole series. We never met... We, I, but I figured that could be our sort of connection. And I was like, yeah, on the Audible series, the Zeta family. And then he was like, 
oh, no idea. Like he wasn't an asshole. <laughs> he was not mean by any any means. He just was like not really interested, but nice. Mm. But like kind of like not, okay, not biting. Yeah, yeah, not not biting. And so I'm like, oh god, this is going so badly. And then I start backing away slowly, but facing him. <gasps> <laughs> I find myself backing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start backing my ass up. And then he goes, he started not looking at me. And then he turns around to sort of say something. And then, it, and then it got soft because I wasn't there anymore. And I was like, oh, sorry, what? And he was like, oh, no, you don't have to, like, leave. He goes, you don't have to, like, leave. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. I just, I don't want to bother you. I think you're, you're, you're probably, you got a lot of lines. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. And then I was like, Okay. Then backed up and left. <laughs> Meanwhile, my right sweaty hand is holding a USB <laughs> that I have written in Sharpie, Fred. <gasps> the USB says Fred on it. Just in case you forget who to give it to. In case he doesn't know. In case, well, in case he got it, it was like, oh, that's mine. Oh, forgot that. That says Fred on it. Or someone found it. Fred, this must be your USB. Good call, good call. So I'm holding this sweaty fucking <laughs> USB in my in my uniform pocket. That you could probably see in the commercial because it's, it's probably like a little little penis form in the commercial in this tight suit they have me in. Anyways, um, after that, I, the only other connection I got to have with him on set was when the lovely costume designer go. I said, she's like, did you get a picture with him? And I was like, no, but that's okay. I'm like, it's cool. And then she was like, no, 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 fuck that. She was like, Fred, Fred, come here. And I was like, oh, God. She got some balls. Yeah, she was like very, I forget her name, but she was like very... She was hot. Yeah. She was like super hot assertive. and she was assertive. Yeah. And like strong and like, yeah, very Love stylish. That. Yeah. I was very attracted to her. And so anyways, she, she was like, Fred, come here. And I was like, oh fuck. And then she, he was like, yep. And she was like, would you take a picture with Amy? And I was like, oh God. She was like, yeah, give me your phone. And he was like, yeah, sure. My hands oh, yeah. are so <laughs> fuck. You know, a joke. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands, whatever. I think it's Will Ferrell or something. Truly. Yeah. They're like this in the photo. <laughs> they're like, I don't know what to do with my fucking hands. It's the worst photo ever. I look like a fucking idiot. And then he goes, yeah, all right, see ya. And then he left. <laughs> Literally took off. And then I was there <sighs> the whole rest of the day fucking up my lines and them going. Well, they kept changing them on you, honey. They kept changing. And it was one of those nightmares where they were like, oh, no, we want her yeah. to say this now. And I'm like, I've been practicing for fucking 48 hours, these exact jumbly lines. Mm -hmm. And now you've changed the entire thing and you want me to do it right away because we're running out of time. Yeah. Fuck that mm -hmm. shit, man. Anyways, that's me. I'm a PLT and I fucking hate myself. <laughs> oh, no. Poor thing. Mm -hmm. You're a poor, you are a poor thing. little thing. No, you know what? With the best of intentions. You're just, I, just trying to get I didn't a, a do it. level. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. Listen, I'm not that big of a PLT because I knew I couldn't do it. You called the room. I called the room. Yeah. And I never get nervous around celebrities. It's not my thing. I don't care. But it was mm -hmm. just him. It was, mm. And his nervous energy threw me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to sort of penetrate nervous energy, you know, like awkward sort of energy. Yeah. Anyways, I again I want to say he was a lovely, lovely man. It wasn't a bad thing. It was just yeah. me. Okay, mm -hmm. thanks. Ryan, you're up. Okay. <laughs> Which one? Oh no. No one has much to say about that. Eh? It was just a big <laughs> PLT. Oh, it's like my hands are sweating just thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, I'm gonna call him out a little bit. Fred Armisen's a mini PLT in this story because he could have been a little bit, a little bit friendlier to you, well, a little bit nicer to you. Like, hey, I don't where know, are you from? What like, do you do? You're a comedian. Oh, where do you perform? Yeah. What kind of comedy do you do? Sketch, stand up, improv? Yeah, I guess. But he like, but like some of the funniest people. Like he obviously has like such a, a funny view of things. Like people who are that smart and that funny are usually like just like quiet. Yes. Yeah. Like or just like kind of like. 
either like nerdy quiet or like just quiet quiet or like observationally quiet totally or, mm-hmm. so and he was really cool and he said i was really funny like at the end of the day before he left he was like he said he sort of yelled across he's like oh you're really funny because we were like ad-libbing stuff together like it was an amazing opportunity mm-hmm. it was just those two uh, specific experiences where i wanted to fucking die yeah yeah. It's the slow backup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why are you doing that? Turn around. Like when and Homer goes in the bushes yeah. or whatever. A hundred percent. Exactly. And, and like, also, why are you leaving like mid sentence? It was because I didn't know if he was going to say something again. Mm. Anyways, okay, just go ahead. Fucking PLT. Uh, so we're going to go back around. I want to say 10 years ago. There was this girl that I don't know how I knew her, but she was going to Blanche McDonald, which is like a local makeup school, and she needed people to do makeup on. So somehow I got, you know, um, requested and I did it. And it was um, she made me into a character from Narnia. So I'm half goat, half human. Uh, my name is Mr. Tumnus. Oh, she does my makeup for a few hours and it's really cool. I have these, you know, these ears and like this red scarf and I'm shirtless, blah, blah, blah. It's fun. She does it. She takes all these photos. It's for her you know graduation whatever good times i end up I'm doing it again we sh- i shoot a video with it just you know you take advantage of all this makeup and then i got this like weird email from this like seattle photographer or something that he was coming up to vancouver he comes up here all the time and he's like yeah i just want to like take some photos of some like vancouver lgbtq plus um you know people in the in the mix you know people who do things that you know they work at bars they're actors comedians musicians whatever so i got to be one of the lucky people and i was like yeah i'll do that it's attention i like attention so we talk about beforehand like what i'm comfortable with and this and that and i say yeah you know just like i'll take my shirt off but i don't want to do anything else and it'll be fun so he's like okay we're gonna go to stanley park which is our big park here we go out in the forest i'm in my mr tumnus outfit shirt off no problem we're taking photos for about like i want to say 10 15 minutes then out of nowhere he very confidently just says okay ryan i'm gonna need you to take your pants off now and i kind of like freeze for a second i go um no i i don't think so remember we talked about that he's like oh yeah i know we talked about it maybe just a few photos you know in your underwear and i was like no, I, I'm I'm not comfortable with that. Like that's not what we discussed. And yeah. he, then I will give him, you know, I'm not going to give him credit, but he did. He didn't pursue any further. He was just kind of like, yeah, okay, well, why don't we try one against that tree now instead? And it was a little bit awkward now because he's a sick pervert, and he's <laughs> he's wanting to see my bulge. I know. Ugh. He's a bulge man. He's a bulge man. Imagine? Oh my god. So then uh, we finish up the you know the shoot. It's fine. I think he drives me home. <laughs> <laughs> As he should. He drives me you home. Know, tries to kiss me. I'm like, no, no. No, I didn't take my pants off, but can I still get a ride? Yeah, can I still get a ride? And then, you know, but a couple months go by and he sends me the photos. They're whatever. They're stupid. Anyway, that's, that's a quick quick story this week. He's a fucking PLT. You know what? You know, man on man, man on woman, anything. It's not cool. Um, do not, you know, talk to me beforehand. And, let, and then I tell him I'm not comfortable with that. And then still fucking try, you PLT. How gross. I'm going to need you to take a pants off now, Ryan. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, that, you know what, right away. So we always say, like, who's the PLT in this story? Oh. That man is full on the fucking full PLT. PLT. And I uh. know that story. And it fired me the fuck up when I heard that. Because I thought, I said, well, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Not thinking, you know, there's no... There's no shame in someone getting scared or in the moment and not want to be embarrassed. And maybe they did take their pants off because they didn't know what to do. And Mm. then they hated themselves later. Like, you should have never fucking put you in that position. Yeah. 
And luckily you were brave enough and, and you know, whatever, brave enough in that moment to yeah. say, no, I'm not going to do that. But mm-hmm. there's, I know people who work with models and no matter their age, but a lot of young new to the business models that get asked that and they don't really want to, but then they do because they're scared. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the rules are, you mm-hmm. know, like don't can't stand up for themselves. Who knows? Yeah, don't and know how to stand up for themselves. Yeah. Piece, a lot of pieces of POSs. Yeah. You know that he's a POS and a PLT. I agree with and that. And he's never going to see my dick. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we're not going to ask you to take your pants off. Is that the, well, here's the thing. That's for the you guys, thing. that's different. For no, you guys, that's it. different. I'll do it for us. I'll do it for Hallmark. I'll do it for SNL. I'll do it for NBC. Like I'll do it for a lot of people. I'm just not going to do it for some random Seattle photographer who I've never heard of who come up. And he, that was Bobby's plan all along. He's and especially not dressed as Mr. Tumness. I was going to say, are you, didn't you have like prosthetics on your fucking face? That's like the main part of the costume. Like then you're just, the pants. Like, yeah. then you're just a guy in a scarf. Exactly. This is true. Anyway, Seattle photographer, you're a PLT. Yeah. I don't like that guy. Yeah. Okay, honey, you're no. up. Baby. Like Baby, okay. it's your turn. So I don't get embarrassed a lot for the most part just because, like you, I like attention. And, like, <laughs> if something happens, I'm like, oh, my gosh, all these people are looking at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, God. <laughs> oh, wow. I hate that. Um, but, like, the one time that I remember, like, being actually very embarrassed was it was my first ever contract. I was, like, 22. I was doing a dinner theater um, like review show, it was like songs from the '60s, and we like sang songs. And we were doing this. Um, we we had this one number. It was like kind of Jersey Boys style. We were singing um, "Didn't Have to Be So Nice" by Love and Spoonful. But it was like we're all four of us just right at the front of the stage doing like choreography. And we had a quick change right before. And so I like do my quick change, and we go out, and I um, we start singing the song, and it's fine. And then I notice a lot of people are kind of like chuckling. <laughs> And then they're laughing, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird that they're laughing at this very obviously not funny song. It's, like, very pretty. And then I realized that they're laughing at me because, like, mm-hmm. someone's, like, pointing and, like, whispering to it. And then so I, like, I was like, okay, crap, thumbs up. And then so I look down, and my fly is undone. I have a shirt wiener sticking out. Oh, no. Like, of, of, my, of my fly. And so I was like, oh, God. So I, like... I like turn around like as quietly as I can when there's f- only four people at the front of the stage, <laughs> and I like I like turn around and I do up my fly and I turn back around and the whole audience applauded because <laughs> I was the last person <laughs> in the room to figure it out. Oh no! Yeah, wow. and so um, now I like I have a, a phobia about having my fly down. Yeah. In yeah. things like if I right before I go on stage, I always like I'll hold my fly as I step out on stage, just like just in case something like is going to sneak in, like pull it down yeah. real fast before I go out there. And um, yeah, so that was like my only like the only time I can remember being like actually Ooh. embarrassed. <laughs> so you can you can never be on this on this podcast again because you only have one story. <laughs> no, I think I'm no, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's only <laughs> Did you call it a shirt wiener? Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that before. Yeah, a shirt wiener. You've never heard shirt wiener? No. Like you know when the, your fly is open oh, and I the shirt sticking yeah. out, so it looks like a wiener. Yes. I just never heard that. You never heard shirt wiener? No. He had attached really? a dildo onto his shirt, <laughs> and then it came out oh, his God. fly. 
Awkward. Um, that's yeah, so. I put the dildo on backwards. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so was all, that was the embarrassing that's part. That's the whole thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine not knowing, and you're trying to perform, and then you finally get it. You have to put your hands to your crotch, which also sometimes feels embarrassing. Like I always feel, you know, if you're adjusting something, it's always like, I'm not touching myself. I'm yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. You know, and then mm-hmm. you have to do it. Then you turn around, and everybody notices and applauds. Yeah. Applauds. Oh. Yeah. Uh, how old were you? I was like 22. Oh, poor little baby. thing. Yeah. Poor little oh, yeah. baby. You are a poor little thing. Just a little baby PLT. Yeah, and you it's worked again. Baby. That's surprising. You worked again. Yeah. <laughs> and you work and <laughs> you live to work again. Anyway, you're a fucking PLT, okay? You're a PLT. Krista? Thank you. <laughs> Chris. Okay, Chris. Um we always end every episode with a question. If you were intimate with someone who looked so uh, young that before you did anything, you asked to see their ID and it said twenty one. So you went ahead and got, you know, jiggy with it. But then later, uh-huh. when you added them on Facebook, you saw that it was their birthday and everyone was wishing them a happy 17th birthday. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, George. <laughs> what would you do? What would I do? Yeah. I, Like, honestly? Yeah. I would like... Well, what would you do? Like, I'm not going to... Like, I'm going to pretend that it didn't happen. Like, I wouldn't tell anybody. I'd be like, oh... <laughs> My God! We thought this might spiral you. We can answer first if you want. Well, first of all, I don't think I'd add them on Facebook. Okay, fair enough. Smart. Yeah, and like, is this just like a Krista? You've added them on Facebook, Krista. We're not going to let you. I added them, or no? They added you, and you're like, okay, you didn't. They did. Then I wouldn't accept. Mm. You can't get this. Is him getting away from this question? Actually, it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Wait. I'm gonna wait until it's here. Here, you guys answer. Then I'm gonna answer it again. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So am I like 45? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're 45. I mean, if the jiggy was good, yeah, then let's go. Ryan, he's 17. (laughs) Is that allowed though? It's not allowed. No. Well, then I would I make him sign like some sort of document that says that like you couldn't tell anybody about it. That's what you do. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I would never see him again. Yeah, but then what? What if it was like, oh my god, like what if he started? What if he was like interested in and, and like started wanted to see you more? I was like, I told all my friends about you. Change my number, change my email, change my locks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I'm gonna answer now. See, Seriously, you shouldn't okay, have nope. added on my Facebook. Okay. Know, that was my mistake. <laughs> that was my mistake. You are not technically allowed to say that, Krista, but we're gonna allow it because <laughs> you're real cute, like, and you're a little baby. But here's the thing, <laughs> I okay, am I um 29 like I am now? Yes. 29. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm 38. 30. I'm 38. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm 38, and I end up getting... First of all, okay, well, if you want to play that game, Krista, first of all, if I'm Krista and I'm telling the truth, I would never be attracted to somebody who is 17 years mm-hmm. old, even if they look like... I'm not attracted... I'm generally not attracted to people who are, like, below 30, like, usually. Like, I like an older woman. I like someone older than me. I like women in their 40s, 50s. I'm like a Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. I want an elderly gal on yeah. my arm. Yeah. Jenny's one year younger than me, but, well... It's okay. She looks a lot older than She you. looks a lot Yeah. <laughs> Actually, someone who, like, people who know me and Jenny, they'd be like, uh, you basically look like you are into fucking underage girls because Jenny looks like she's 11. Yeah. But, okay, regardless. Moving on. Moving on. I, I don't think that I would, but let's say I did. Okay? Yeah. I'm single. I'm 38. I hooked up with this girl, and all of a sudden, I added them to Facebook, and they said they were 17. Okay. 
number one, full panic attack. I would go into yeah. like a major fucking meltdown. My body mm-hmm. would probably start convulsing. I would call my mom and I'd be like, mom, <laughs> I did something, so- something happened. I need to talk. And she'd be like, oh God, okay, what? I'm like, I hooked up with this girl. She's fucking 17. I didn't know. I didn't know. 17. Yeah, 17. My mom would be like, okay, uh, wow. All right. Well, you, d- you didn't know. Yeah. I'm like, no, I didn't know. And now she's like interested in me. Like she wants like more to do with me. Yeah. I would delete everything <laughs> I've ever had on all of my social media platforms. I would set my house on fire. <laughs> I, would. I would just like set the whole fucking building on fire. I'd be like, I'd yell fire before it was, I set the fire so yeah, that everyone would get out, mm-hmm. set the whole fucking place ablaze. Wow. And then I would move away. Yeah. Yeah. Start a new life underneath the sea. Under yeah. The sea. Yep. Well, yeah, we know what that same. means. Yeah. Okay, good. That's you too? I thought you don't I have would, Facebook. In this scenario, I don't have Facebook. <laughs> so this would never happen to me. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Good answer. I'm actually quite impressed oh, as, yeah. at how you dodged that. That's good. Pretty fucked up question. Yeah, it is fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, George, what a fucking pleasure you are, honey. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming on. This has been so much fun. If our listeners don't follow you already, where can they follow you? Yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram at, at George Krissa, K-R-I-S-S-A, all one word. And um, don't add me to Facebook, obviously. <laughs> have it. No, yeah, no, you no. Don't if you're 17. If you're 17, don't. Please, just fuck off. He's not accepting. <laughs> Thank you, George. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little thing. thing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.